The scripture lessons today that reveal the generosity of God are Leviticus chapter 19, verses 9 and 10. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall not strip your vineyard bare or gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the alien. I am the Lord your God. And Deuteronomy chapter 24, verses 19 through 21. When you reap your harvest in the field and forget a sheaf in the field, you shall not go back to get it. It shall be left for the alien, the orphan, and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all your undertakings. When you beat your olive trees, do not strip what is left. It shall be for the alien, the orphan, and the widow. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, do not glean what is left. It shall be for the alien, the orphan, and the widow. The word of the Lord. Today we are again focusing on God's generosity and the generosity that we have experienced in our own lives. And I'd like to invite our um, folks who are going to be sharing around the table to come on up and take a seat. I'm going to get the microphone. And I'm going to invite you to pray with me for just a moment. Loving and gracious God, help us to hear what you want us to hear this day. Open our hearts to receive what you have for us. And may our words and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In just a moment, we're going to hear stories of generosity from Zainab, Chris, and Eleanor, who have graciously agreed to share around the table today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, But first, I want to spend just a few moments reflecting on the scripture readings. Uh, Thank you, Elizabeth, for reading today. And as I've been thinking recently about God's generosity and and God's generous nature, these are the ones that came to my mind. And uh, you may have noticed, if you read carefully our ministry ops and our uh, Thursday e-blasts, which I encourage you to do, lots of good information in there, important information in there, and Eileen does such an awesome job with the ministry ops that our Monday noontime Bible study, which I lead uh, with Sujung Shin, Dr. Sujung Shin, uh, has been studying the book of Ruth. Ruth is a very short book, just four chapters, but it's a very dramatic narrative. It, it tells a story of the beginning, a middle, a climax, and an ending. And the act of gleaning and the laws about gleaning play a significant role in the unfolding of the action in the book of Ruth. So gleaning has been on my mind. 
the passages we just heard read, are two of the three passages in the Hebrew scriptures that present the laws on gleaning. So after the Hebrew people were freed from slavery, which is all described in the book of Exodus, God is establishing them as a nation. And they, in partnership with God, are determining how they're going to live together as a society, as God's people, as God's nation, God's society. So God commands them. There are many, many laws uh, around this. God commands them to leave some of the harvest of the three chief areas of agriculture of the day. So the grains in the field, the fruits in the vineyard, and the fruits in the orchard, to leave some of the harvest behind for the neediest in the community. These would be foreigners, orphans, and widows so that they can come along and gather the grain, the grapes, and the olives that are left behind after the, if you will, the commercial harvesters have completed their work. They leave um, the edges of the fields, the vineyards, and the orchards not harvested, and anything that falls on the ground or anything that they forget uh, gets left behind for the neediest in the community to come and freely gather. So some of their first and founding principles as a nation are generosity towards the poor and the needy. And the chapter in Leviticus that the reading comes from, chapter 19, is actually known as the life of holiness which refers not simply to moral excellence, but holiness because it's behavior that imitates God's behavior. Behavior that reflects God's nature. The Hebrew people are to be generous because God is generous. And now I'm going to invite... uh, Zainab first to share her story of generosity. Hi. So uh, when Pastor Sharon first asked me to come up and show how I see generosity in my life, I wasn't really sure like where it come from. I know I do see it all the time with the congregation, with my family, with my community, but I wanted to choose where I see it that really stands out to me. So uh, recently, I actually just joined the Florham Park First Aid Squad, and let me tell you, those people there, they're the epitome of generosity. These people donate their time, their hours, their effort, their money, just to make sure that each and every one of us is okay. Uh, they, the people that do volunteer there truly do encompass the true meaning of generosity. They're always there and willing to help when in need. These are... Um, I've seen on different occasions, actually, a really strong feeling of generosity because, you know, there's been language barriers with, like, you know, trying to help the patients, and I've noticed they don't back down. These people will try to gesture. They'll try to, like, I don't know, just project themselves in a way that they make sure that everyone can get the proper care. And they, 
And so I've only been on four calls, actually, because I just started a couple weeks ago. And I'm, and on a recent call, this is what really, like, changed my whole view, view of it. Um, an elderly man fell down, and he was bleeding everywhere. There was blood on the ground. After they put on the proper PPEs, uh, if some of you know it's personal protective equipment, after they put on the proper ones, you see them, they're stepping in the blood, they're jumping to the guy, they're making sure he's okay. They're not letting anything keep them away. And I'm so inspired by what they do, and I really hope in the future to be as generous as them. Um, I hope to, in the summer, pursue the uh, EMT classes, 240 hours, but if I can do what they do, be hands-on like them, there's nothing stopping me from doing that. And I think that we all can be generous, even if it's not going out to join the first aid squad, if it's just, you know, helping others in our community, I think we can all do it. Thank you. Thank you, Zainab. Generosity as exhibited by the emergency squad overcoming language barriers, and not letting anything get in the way of taking care of and helping people. Thank you. Very inspiring. Chris. Hi. My generosity, my sense of generosity, I believe, came from my mom. My mom's name was Millie. She stood 4'11", and she was a homemaker, and when she was in her kitchen, she always wore her apron, homemade apron, to make a little extra money, she um, babysat young children in our home during the day while their parents were working. Uh, when we moved to um, Roxbury from Bloomfield, she put an ad in the paper that said, we'll babysit in my home. Uh, one evening she received a phone call, and uh, it was from a young mother who had two children. Um, Jordan was two, and Jason was a newborn. She and her husband had just moved into the neighborhood, and they were opening up a, uh, a deli-slash-catering business. And she didn't have any family support in the area. She needed somebody she could trust that would um, take care of her children for her while she and her husband, Steve, tried to develop, the bu develop their, um, their business. So mom said, well, come on over. <laughs> So they did, the children and, and Linda, and they bonded immediately. Six years later, my, um, Linda and Steve decided they were going to sell the business and move out of state for a better um, job opportunity. So when they came over to say their so longs, mom left the room for a minute and came back with a real fat photo album. Because Linda and Steve were so busy with their business, they never had the opportunity to take the everyday pictures that we take of our children. So mom gave Linda the book, and it had from infancy to current years of, my, of the children, Jason and Jordan. And with tears in her eyes, she was so grateful for my mother's thoughtfulness and generosity of taking the time over six years to put this album together. So I think... That made a real big impression on me, mm. her giving. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Chris. Generosity through childcare and through putting together a photo album. Eleanor. When, when I first got the invitation in the email um, from Sharon, 
to participate in this, I, my first reaction was, not me, oh no. <laughs> but the email said, think about this and pray, uh, think about the people who have modeled generosity for you. And if you think you can do this, then uh, you can go ahead, then I'll be part of it. So I thought about, uh, I've been a member of this uh, Chatham United Methodist Church for 30 years. And I'm thinking about, there's so many people who are generous with their time and their talents and their money. Sunday after Sunday, singing in the choir, playing the bells or in the praise band, teaching, organizing and supporting Family Promise, Care Corps, Rummage Sales, Altar Guild, ushering, counting, hosting in their homes, working for Kumag, Rise, and Stephen Ministry. Faithful members pledging and giving year after year and still responding to raise money for sanctuary renovation and responding to special pleas to help the less fortunate at holidays and times of natural disasters. Too many examples of generosity to mention, but good to spend time thinking about, like I did last week after Sharon asked. I, I also thought about generous people I knew when I was a child growing up in a very small rather poor town in North Carolina. Only one paved road. Some of our close neighbors didn't have indoor plumbing. The community centered around church, school, and a struggling college, Elon College. There was an orphanage in the town founded to take care of children whose parents could not afford to raise them or who had died, some whose dads who had been killed in World War II. The orphanage children were a significant percent of the school-age children. Six out of the 45 children in my class through the years were from the orphanage. I think the orphanage raised the sensitivity to and response to people who had had less than some of the rest of us. People in the town were loving and generous. Growing up, I never knew my mother or my dad to say no to anyone who asked for money or clothes or food or help. One, one particular example of generosity is a woman I knew who, had, who grew up in the, the town. She spent all of her adult life as a high school teacher. She had no children. She married late in life. She lived modestly, and she saved 
And when she died, she left a million dollars to Elon College. Thank you, Eleanor. Generosity in the congregation, in the community, and in the lives and through the lives of individuals. Someone uh, else that I invited to share a story of generosity uh, preferred to have it in writing and for me to read it. So I want to share that with you now as well. Sometimes the generosity of others is not realized until you are asked to think about this question. The question being, who modeled generosity for you and how did they do it? Before credit cards, people were able to purchase groceries in my parents' store on a running tab. Sometimes these bills were not repaid and the balance was forgiven. My husband's parents, with little income, put their church tithe first on their budget. I also saw helping neighbors from many in my family. They paid it forward for me. Thank you for helping me remember the generous deeds done by my loved ones. Does anyone want to add anything that, at this point, anything that maybe came to your mind in the meantime about generosity? It's not necessary, but I want to offer the invitation if you thought of something else. Okay. <clears throat> so just a few thoughts um, as we wrap up. You, you've heard here, and as I've been thinking about this, I've really noticed how unique every expression of generosity is, unique to the individual and to the circumstances, the situation. Uh, each person expresses generosity in a way particular to them. And I've also been hearing from uh, everyone that I've asked about this, what a good experience it has been for them to think about and to remember generous people in their lives. So I would encourage all of us to do this, whether you're going to be presenting it to anybody else or not. Remember, remember generosity. And I'm also finding that the more I think about generosity, the more I see it. I had an experience recently that I, I'm not sure I would have thought of as generosity before, but again, because we're focusing on this, um, I did interpret it and understand it in that way. Some of you know I have a son in college in West Lafayette, Indiana, and we were trying to get him uh, out so that he could attend his grandfather's funeral in western Pennsylvania just a week or so ago. And it, you have to get from the campus to the airport. You have to find a, get the shuttle schedule just right to match up with your flight schedule. 
and he has to get from where he lives on campus to the shuttle drop-off point, and so it's very complicated, and everything has to like match up just right, and we weren't getting things to match up just right. Um, well, since I've been dealing with this one shuttle service on kind of a regular basis, I'm kind of on a first-name basis now with the, uh, the owner of the shuttle, Reindeer Shuttle Company, and when I explained the situation to him by email, he said, well, I don't usually do this, but uh, I will personally come and pick your son up where he lives and bring him to the shuttle drop-off point. Uh, and I thought, wow, that is, that is really generous. That is really generous. So I want to encourage you to look. Look for generosity. Remember generosity and look for generosity. And lastly, we know and we are continuing to see and to learn that our God is a generous God. And we are called to be the same. Live generosity. Remember generosity, notice generosity, and live generosity. Amen. Thank you. Thank you again.